the audible of the best in Bitcoin. This is the Crypto Economy. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm Guy Swan, your host, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know. This, uh, today's read, um, I hope you guys have your Swan Bitcoin savings plan set up, but uh, we're actually reading one by uh, Brady Swenson, who is from the Swan, or has just recently joined uh, the Swan Bitcoin team, but you may know him from the... uh, Citizen Bitcoin podcast. We've uh, done some shows together a number of times and hung out at Bitcoin 2019 and had a blast. But this guy wrote a, uh, apparently had an awesome night and went hard and wrote the Declaration of Monetary Independence. And it is amazing. It's really short, so we're going to get through it really quick. Um, and no doubt I'm going to have uh, some things to say about this one because <laughs> it's just awesome. Uh, but without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to A Declaration of Monetary Independence by Citizen Bitcoin. In unanimous declaration of the decentralized nodes of Bitcoin, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for people to dissolve the monetary bands which have connected them with another and to assume the separate and equal station to which the laws of natural money and of human nature entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of humankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all humans deserve certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and property, that to secure these rights, Bitcoin is instituted among humans, deriving powers from the consent of the node operators, that whenever any form of monetary policy becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the node operators to alter or abolish it, and to institute a new monetary policy, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and property. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that monetary policy long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that people are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such monetary policy and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these humans, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of monetary policy. The history of the present monetary policy of the United States is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, 
all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these humans. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. They have refused assent to monetary self-sovereignty, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. They have forbidden people to pass a monetary policy for the accommodation of the world of free people, unless these people would relinquish the right of the use of natural money, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. They have enabled private banking institutions at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their private ledger for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with their measures. They have dissolved bearer assets repeatedly for opposing with firmness their invasions on the rights of the people to natural money. They have refused for a long time after such disillusions whereby the monetary policy incapable of annihilation to return to the people at large their exercise, the people of the world remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. They have endeavored to prevent the population of this world, for that purpose usurping the monetary policy of foreigners and raising the conditions of new monies. They have obstructed access to natural money, by refusing the abdication of control of the money. They have kept among us, through tyranny of the monetary policy, even in times of peace, excessive standing armies without the consent of the people. They have affected through tyranny of the monetary policy to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. They have combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving assent to their acts of pretended legislation. For imposing surveillance among us through, among other methods, the use of their money. For imposing inflation on us without our consent. For abolishing the free system of money, establishing therein an arbitrary monetary policy and enlarging its jurisdiction so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into the rest of the world, for altering fundamentally the form of our money. They have abdicated monetary governance here by declaring the money to be in their sole protection and waging monetary war against us. They are at this time printing large amounts of fiat to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages. In every stage, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A chairman whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free money, nor should money be controlled by a central authority. We, therefore, the representatives of the nodes of Bitcoin, in Nakamoto consensus, assembled here, appealing to the people of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do, in the name and by authority of the node operators, solemnly publish and declare that we, 
and the right ought to be bearers of a self-sovereign money, that we are absolved from all allegiance to the monetary policy of the United States, and that all monetary connection between us and the Federal Reserve Bank and the global banking cartel is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as holders of self-sovereign money, we have full power to establish commerce and to do all other acts and things which self-sovereign economic actors may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of mathematics and cryptography, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. We will not be the guinea pigs of our master's monetary experiments. Think about how absurd it is that they play with the tool that is most critical for the protection of our lives, and that they could have so little control and be so ignorant about what they are doing. The best I can seem to do to pledge my life and my fortune is to bet it all on this, is to devote everything to the reason I'm here, to try to make this make sense to people, that monetary policy is not a matter of some bizarre foreign economic committee somewhere that's just arbitrary and not important. This is the nature of whether or not we have the rights to control and earn what we do in our lives. The right to money is the fundamental right to the property of last resort. That's the good that it is in the economy. It is the most important good. It's like, being, it's like having the freedom to hang out with who you want and be friends with who you want. It's like, oh, we're free, everything's great. But you have to marry and have children and make a family with the person that we choose. That's not freedom. If the most important part of that puzzle, if the most critical key to that is controlled by somebody else, all the rest of it doesn't matter. The very notion of legal tender is tyranny. It is to say that you will use my product or be put in a cage. Your life will be stolen from you. And if my product is garbage, if my product destroys your life, if my product makes your economy destructive and consumerist and destroys the long-term incentive for sustainability, for sovereignty, if it rips you of your agency and forces you to play my stupid game, the game of chasing cheap credit, false prices, building zombie companies so that you can sell your debt to the next fool in line, you will use it anyway. You will be subject to it. And if I am incompetent, you will still pay the price of that incompetence. And not only can you not walk away, you must be my guinea pig. Your life, your well-being, the basis of your property, the very language you use to share, to cooperate with those around you, will belong to me? Nope. Not so long as there is a single node on the Bitcoin network will I play that game. I'm going to have to take a break. I'm going to have to calm down. <laughs> Got me riled up. This is like the third time I've read it. Um, 
Uh, I signed a declaration of monetary independence. Uh, we're going to hit our sponsor real quick, and then we're going to jump back in, and I'm going to try to calmly go through some of these points. <laughs> we hold all these truths to be self-evident. That's right, mother. <laughs> so I've come to I've come to realize that like uh, I catch when I'm getting like way too worked up because my dog uh, Bogart is typically Bentley too, um, but Bogart more more than the other. Uh, we'll get we'll get extremely nervous when I get super riled up on this show, and suddenly I'll be in the middle of some rant. Or like I'm going real into something and like into a tirade. And then I hear his feet jump off the bed and he's trying to get out of the room. He's like, oh no, daddy's angry. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, all right, I got to roll it back, roll it back here. I got to admit, I got to admit, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I haven't done this yet. Um, uh, this is uh, a huge thanks to good old Brady uh, from Swan Bitcoin. Uh, and Citizen Bitcoin, the original citizen of Bitcoin, for putting this together. Uh, this was really fun. Uh, I love those. Uh, he said he was he was drinking and he got all riled up. He's like, oh, this is going to be good. And, and he wrote this up. And I was like, oh, perfect, perfect. This is, this is when drinking late night, uh, you know, waxing philosophical about Bitcoin is when you produce the best stuff. It really is. But it's so funny how many things that we're ignorant of. Like this, this is the biggest problem, is that we don't see how many injustices have been done. How many of our problems stem from this one systemic... It's so... It's, it's, we're all up in the tree, right? We're, we're all up in the tree. We're... We're analyzing the branches and the leaves. But everything is sick. Everything is sick. Something is wrong with the tree. And we can't figure out what it is. We're missing the fact. All we're doing is we're complaining about this program and that program and how this industry has gone to crap and this service isn't any good anymore and this, these prices are rising too fast. And we don't see that the roots of all of this are poisoned. And he goes through a really good list here of uh, different things that truly are at the, at the consequence of the control of our money. That uh, we've got like a, a private banking institutions that are essentially beaten into a system that, that makes them the enemy of their customers. And this happens so frequently that the, 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 the government trying to force liability and control onto the services and onto the people that are cooperating with others, they put this, this barrier in between us where one person could just politely cooperate and help with somebody else to provide them a service instead has to be liable for what they do with that service or what they do with that product. And they constantly put these, this, these sources of distrust between us. They force us to suddenly rely on each other not to harm each other. Like, like 
like all the surveillance, the surveillance capitalism and the idea of um, a government um, forcing people to, like KYC AML is a perfect example. It forces the very companies that are there to help us, to provide us with some sort of service, to be afraid of us, to be afraid of their own customers, to police them for what they do, to put honeypots of all of our most critical information into one place. It sows the seeds of, uh, of distrust, of dishonesty. It puts us all at risk for no reason, for no reason. That even in supposed times of peace, we've got standing armies all around the world. How? Made possible by the fact that we have the world reserve currency and a printing press. Did they earn the value? Did anybody earn that value? No, it was taken from them. We're talking about trillions of dollars. An amount of money that could outright purchase the entire lives of millions of people from birth to death. And an institution has the, has the right to arbitrarily print that amount of money and just mold the world to whatever they want. And we just play along like good little slaves. I mean, think about that amount of money. Did anybody in the world, anybody has the power to just take that much from the world? That the only thing you can buy with a trillion dollars is a country. That's it. Nobody should have that power. Nobody. And to think that somebody could hold it justly, that someone could wield that amount of power over the whole world and do so benevolently, that there would only be good consequences from it is to be profoundly ignorant of everything that makes us human. Power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Such a simple truth. And when did we just forget that? When did, we, when did it become power corrupts, absolute power? It's just what we need to fix the economy, make sure everything's going good. I think it was, uh, I think it was Napoleon, if I'm not mistaken. It was, it was either that or one of the Rothschilds. Uh, probably both, <laughs> who said, give me control over who makes the money of a society, and I care not who makes its laws. They didn't say that arbitrarily. Like, you know, most people will pass that off and be like, oh, man, that's interesting. In reality, it's a truth that so many people do not see and do not understand. To control the money of a society is more powerful than controlling the government and writing every law. When one of the greatest conquerors in the history of the world says that, you should pay attention. When police have been made the enemy of the people, when millions go to jail for something stupid and arbitrary like smoking weed, and nobody goes to prison for trillions of dollars in fraud that destroyed millions of livelihoods, retirements, jobs, put 26 million people out of business. I guarantee you nobody will go to prison for this. Remember, this is all COVID's fault. 
the economy was doing great. Everything was wonderful, and then the virus showed up, and now it's all terrible. Please ignore the 30-year debt bubble that we poisoned all of society with. That is, that is old news. Unrelated. Irrelevant. The drones are for your safety. The watching every transaction you do is so that we can, can keep you safe. The power of tyranny is purchasing power. It is in being able to hire mercenaries to keep people in line. And when our money becomes a tool of tyranny, our only option is to stop using it. Understand everywhere that we use it and depend on it. And we do have to. We do have to in some respects because it is still the language of cooperation. No matter how corrupt it is, if somebody else is still speaking it, that's the one that you have to use. So to some degree, we are forced to. And therein lies the need for a declaration of independence. And, you know, maybe this is just some, this is just some random post on Medium, you know. Like, it's just Brady and uh, me reading it and getting riled up and sharing it with some people on my podcast and, you know, a bunch of Bitcoiners who I, I, I know feel the same way to some extent. Or at least share my frustrations in watching a system that multiplies poverty and steals productivity and savings from the very people that prop up their nonsense. You know, we can't do nothing. We can't do nothing. And right now, this is, this is all we got. Like... This, this is our best hope for changing things. And that's one of the beautiful things about Bitcoin. That's why I've considered Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a sociological experiment more than it is a technological one. It simply allows the codification, a, a real way to, to build dividing lines between an ideology that can't be corrupted because it's built into a protocol. And that ideology is a free money system. That ideology is sound money and the incorruptibility of a monetary policy. That our language of trade will not be owned by somebody else. That we decide, and the second they divert from us, let's think about this. This is how the node works. This is how the idea of running a Bitcoin node creates a network and codifies a set of protocols and an ideology around what our money is. In doing so, the second someone introduces false information, the second anyone, no matter how powerful the government, no matter where they are, no matter what their job is, the second they try to change that, they try to cheat that system and change what our money is, they are evicted from the network. The tyrants go hang out with tyrants. They will not be part of our world or our economy. They are fully welcome if they play by the rules. But they are our rules. I run a node. I can't tell you how many times, like some BSV or some all corner or whatever, your node doesn't matter, your node doesn't matter. And I'm like, send me some BSV then. Send me your shitcoin. Why can't you do it? Because my node knows that you aren't part of my network. 
Send me an invalid block. Spend my coins. You can't. You may be able to trick every SPV client out there. You may be able to trick all the mobile wallets, but you will not trick my node. If you want to be valid by the rules of my node, you're going to have to prove work. You're going to have to hash the shit out of Bitcoin. And you're going to have to make my ownership of my coins stronger in doing so. Or you do not belong in my system. And if we can solve that problem, what the hell is a payments network? That's no big deal. That's no big deal. This is the problem to solve. Sovereignty is the problem to solve. Independence is the problem to solve. Because we don't have it anywhere. And I think the biggest hurdle to getting it is the fact that people don't realize they don't have it. They think this is freedom. They think this is the consequence of a natural economy. It simply isn't. I'm going to link to the Twitter thread that he originally uh, wrote this in. Uh, this was a Medium post that I read it from. Uh, but uh, if you would like to uh, sign this Declaration of Monetary Independence, uh, you can go and respond on Twitter with your pledge to be a part of this. I'll have the link in the show notes. You can check it out. Uh, much love to Swan Bitcoin. See, this is, this is why I love Swan Bitcoin. Like, WTF. These guys are fire, right? Like, all the, the whole crew is nothing but the most hardcore Bitcoiners that on the weekend, they get drunk and they write a declaration of monetary independence. Seriously? Seriously? How can you not shill for those guys? Um, so, uh... I'm out. I don't want to get too much. I don't want to get too much into this. Uh, I could probably go for ages and just rant about this stuff, but uh, we're gonna cool it here. Uh, like I said, um, we've got uh, Anatomy of the State, which is probably gonna get me riled up too, uh, coming soon. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy that. I hope you guys are ready, cause Guy is about to get intense AF. It's gonna be a fun read. Um, uh, let's, uh, let's close this out. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. One thing, actually, if, uh, you guys haven't seen it yet, I'll post the link in uh, the show notes for this episode too, along with the, uh, the Twitter post so you can, uh, sign the declaration, but the feedback from, uh, me and JC and the Raleigh Bitcoiners who, uh, helped out with that project on the video, uh, the feedback on YouTube has been great. Everybody, everybody seems to like it. So if you guys haven't seen that video, uh, I'm actually going to repost uh, the link so you guys can check it out because it was a lot of fun uh, making. And um, yeah, people, people really seem to, I got lots of great feedback from everybody. It was like, it's hilarious and it's fun. And I really enjoyed making it. So uh, I hope you guys like that video if you haven't seen it yet. Now, you know, we have, uh, this, this is why, this is my bet. This is, this is me. I mentioned that a little while ago. Um, that this is me pledging my life and my fortune and my sacred honor. Um, like, I could not see myself doing anything else. Uh, and it's funny that, like, like, I love my wife to death that she's been on board with all of this because this has been an enormous risk. Um, so stupid to quit your job and think you're going to start a podcast and make a living. And we didn't. I haven't for quite some time. Uh, and 
that, you know, we could spend our savings on this. But, you know, she told me one time we, we sat down and talked about it and got real serious uh, uh, sometime not too long ago. And she was like, I, I couldn't live with you if you didn't do it. Like, that I knew, like, how much you cared about this and that you were good at it. Um, so I couldn't be luckier than to have somebody willing to take this risk with me. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, and thank you guys for coming along for the ride. Um, we have, like I say all the time, we have two futures. Um, and I, I think we see increasingly every day, God, every day, we see the consequences of the one that we don't want. The one that I am here trying to make sure that we don't go down. That there is one that looks like the Chinese surveillance state that has us, you know, that has videos removed from YouTube because they don't comply with the WHO standards. That somebody else decides what we think and what we get to see. Do you think that? Do you think that there's somebody out there who can decide what you should hear and what you shouldn't? Which, who, which person do you give the ability to form all of your opinions to? Who's worthy of that job, huh? I saw a quote um, recently uh, by Snowden. It's a great, great quote. Um, and from somebody who uh, leaked massive amount of information and worked for the NSA and has seen the inside of all of this. He said, encryption works. Properly implemented strong crypto systems are one of the few things that you can rely on. It is time that we learn how to use those systems. It's, if we don't, then we will simply lose the right to use them. And the last couple of months should tell you how quickly we can lose rights. And when, when they're gone, it's already too late. It's our obligation to learn these systems, to figure out how to secure our own money, our own liberty, our own communications, so that we don't go down that path, so that we go to a future, so that we build ourselves into a future that's better than this one and is not beholden to a bunch of buffoons who don't know two damn shits what they're actually doing. Not a person on those political stages, not one of those jackasses in Congress has any idea what's going on. And they could not be more disconnected from reality. None of them lost their jobs. None of them lost their paychecks. They have zero idea what the American people are going through, what the world is going through right now. They are the least qualified to deal with this. So I say, let's fix it. Fix the money and you fix the world. That is why I Bitcoin. So, okay. I'm out. I love you guys so much. Thank you for uh, joining me on this crazy ride. Um, what a hell of a space this is to be in. Uh, I feel like a modern day internet rebel. <laughs> oh man.
Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. I am Guy Swan, and this is Bitcoin Audible. This is the crypto economy. It's both of them right now until I officially switch. We are the Crypto Economy Network, and I hope you guys are here for the long haul, just like me. If you would like to support this show, you can always become a patron at patreon.com slash the crypto economy. You can donate a dollar, uh, $2. In fact, oh, almost forgot, a uh, Sphinx. Um, I'm actually setting up a recurring thing. I know some of you guys hate patron or Patreon. Um, so, uh, uh, and Sphinx has the, is a lightning uh, wallet and chat app and stuff that allows you to do recurring lightning payments. Uh, so uh, I should be having that set up soon. So if you were waiting for something like that to be available, it is right around the corner and Sphinx is awesome. You got to check it out. Uh, it's still in beta, so you got to get an invite. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, fingers crossed it's going to be soon. I have been loving it. It is amazing. Uh, but if you cannot, if, you know, donating like money and sats, these are hard times. So perfectly understandable. And it takes time. It's, it's frustrating. So if you can't do that, the one thing you can always do to help this show is share it. Send it to the, that person that asked you about Bitcoin. Send them my way. Let them know. We, uh, this is something that I haven't really, I, I, try not, I, I try not to boast, but like it's getting kind of exciting. Like this is the, I've got the largest library of Bitcoin audio that exists out there. Like uh, of like Bitcoin works. Like I've got, we've got 400 works. We've got 400, near 400 pieces of written literature on Bitcoin. Some of the most essential pieces in this space available in audio. And then I've got, you know, my, my rants afterward that are super fun. I mean, how could you even read them without my rant? <laughs> oh, man. So I, we're, I've, I've got a pretty cool thing built here, and I'm excited. Um, and uh, so share this out with everybody you know in the Bitcoin space, everybody in crypto who needs to hear the Bitcoin message and needs to know why we're here and the problem that we're solving. Because there are two paths in our future, and I will be damned if I contribute to the wrong one. Until next time, guys, take it easy.